I'm gonna ask y'all a question. What owns you? And what do you own? Two questions. What owns you? And what do you own? So, a lot of people without money are under the impression that it will make them happy. And it will not. And what do you want money for? Just to have stacks and piles of it so you can jump into mountains of gold coins and swim in it like Scrooge McDuck, you know, in the old cartoon. I don't know. Maybe nobody watched that. I saw it when I was a kid. Anyways, people want the money so they can buy the nice things. And I read a quote one time, and I can't remember who said it. Maybe it was Neil Maxwell. But he said, uh, you can never get enough of what you don't need. Of course, we think on that. So, what owns you? Is it your car payment that you can't afford? You got this really, really nice car, but you really can't afford it? It's a stressful thing to make that payment every month. That car owns you. You don't own it. That car owns you. What owns you? Is it that house that you just had to have because everybody else had a new one? And, you know, you could have bought a $150,000 house that would have suited you and your family just fine. Freed you up a little bit. Give you more time to spend with the family and have some vacations or maybe work at something you want to do. But instead, you're working overtime. Your wife's working overtime. You're picking up extra shifts to boot. Looking for a secondary job even. Because you had to have a $600,000 home. Because all them kids that you went to college with, they got one too. And truth be known, they're all doing the same shit because they can't afford it either. Some of them can. Maybe one of them or two of them can. And the rest of you can't. So, what owns you? You know, uh, I told my son one time a couple years ago. I said, we were talking about roping. I said, does roping own you? He said, what do you mean? I said, when you back in the box to rope a steer in the short round, and you just got to go out there and make a good clean time, do you get all nervous and fretted up and worried and let that roping control you and put feelings inside your body that you don't really like? Now, do we get butterflies in our stomach? Yes. We all do. That little twinge in your gut. Because let me tell you something. When you stop getting that twinge in your gut... It's time to stop. It's time to quit. When it's just another day when you don't like it, quit. Go do something else. Yeah, we all get butterflies, but does the roping own you? Does the roping own you or the cutting or the barrel racing or the baseball or the football or the beer or the marijuana or the cocaine? Do the hookers, the strippers, your telephone... Does that control you so much that you can't really do anything else? When you, when you don't have the money... To go enter the rodeo when you don't have the money to take your son to the baseball game that's eight hours out of town because it's a regional tournament and you have to credit card it or you have to write a hot check for the gas which due to technology and electronics that really doesn't happen very many places anymore then it owns you now you're enslaved to the repercussions of your actions so, I've been there. 
That's why I know about bringing that shit up because I've been there. And it sucks. So, what owns you? Figure out, like, I'm a free man. I have my freedom and I want to be free. And I figured out what put chains on me and what didn't. You know, occasionally I like to drink a cold beer. Here it is, February the... Whatever the hell it is. I don't even know what day it is. It's the Sunday after Valentine's Day. So Valentine's Day, I think, was on a Monday. It's fixing to be February the 20th. And I haven't drank a beer since the fraternity in December. So, 60 days. I don't miss it. It doesn't mean anything to me. I probably shouldn't drink at all. And I know people that can't go a day without doing it. So that, that alcohol owns them. And I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying it owns you. And I, I'm a such a control freak over myself that I don't want anybody to own me. So I drive a brand new pickup. And if I couldn't afford this truck, I wouldn't I wouldn't have it. I don't want that truck to own me. I don't want to belong to it. I've had times in my life when I had vehicle payments that I couldn't make. And, of course, it screws up your credit and, and it, you know, screws up everything else in your life because you can't afford it. I could have made something else do. I could have done something different. But it owned me. I got I got beyond that point in my life. And what I had to do was, I had to get to a point where I had no vehicle payments. I sold them off, traded down, bought shit that was paid for, and got ahead of it. And then, once I had a little bit of jingle in my pocket, once I got ahead of the beast, once I shot the wolf that was at the door, I got control. You know, what owns you? Is it is it a job that doesn't pay you enough? You know, we all got to work. We all got to be grateful for work. But, you know, too many people today, they think that they're worth more than they are. You know? And, you know, you hear all these... See all these sayings and people saying, you know, don't get so busy making a living that you forget to make a life. Well, that could be true. But the majority of the people that buy into that need to worry about making a fucking living because they can't make a living. Okay? They're they're broke. And it's like, what kind of a life is that? When you got bill collectors calling, when you can't afford to go do what you want to do? You know? That, that's no life. Take control of your life. Figure out what owns you. What owns you? Is it is it junk food? You're spending too much money. You're gaining too much weight. You got health problems. You're taking medication because you can't stop eating shit. That owns you. Stop it. Stop it. You got to have the mental capacity to say mind over matter. You know, I know so many people in, in my world, like like in the cutting horse world, I know so many people that have been so successful at that, and that's great. And then I know so many people that just have to go. They have to stay going. They have to get, you know, their name in with all the everybody else's names, and they want to be, you know, known as the big man and all that shit. And, 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 and that... that world, the cutting horse world, it owns them. Same with rope and barrel race and whatever. It owns them. And and they become so obsessed with shit. Like, like I know so many people that in the barrel racing world, they want to ride a slick by design or a goodbye lane or a firewater dash to Fiesta flit and 
married I don't even freaking know I mean all this dumb shit they have to ride that you know the pink buckle deal that's ruining actually the horse industry because it's actually taking a lot of value away from some really nice horses and and I bought my wife another barrel horse the other day a prospect three year old gonna make a dirty horse out of it it's riding around pretty good it is not pink buckle eligible as a matter of fact it's not even bred to be a barrel horse it's mom's a cutting horse that turned into a 1D barrel horse and it's dad's a pizza ranch bred rope horse two-eyed jack but it was a really nice filly i saw the individual i'm not a pedigree snob and i said that looks like a timed event horse you can win something on i'm gonna buy it for my wife and she can make it into a barrel horse and so many people out there they let that shit own them and they won't buy one unless it's pink buckle or ruby buckle or all these incentives nominated but really you're gonna spend all that money and take all that gamble for one race per year and there's only one pink buck fraternity, and once you run them with the fraternity, you're done. You can go back to some of the other stuff, but, but, I mean, why not just say, who cares? You know, I see so many people out there in the cutting world that, that, uh, they say, you know, I've got to ride a metallic cat or a Kit Kat sugar or a, you know, whatever. And it's like, I mean, one of the best horses I ever swung a leg over was by a son of Freckles Playboy that never won a nickel out of a Doc's Budamare that wasn't even broke to ride. And he was one of the most talented individuals I've ever swung a leg over. We called him Little John. Great horse. Great horse. So, but I wasn't such a snob that I let the industry's highlights drag me into buying whatever else or riding something else. I wasn't such a snob that I said I ain't gonna ride that horse because he ain't bred good enough for me. I just rode it and went, holy shit, I like it. But figure out what owns you and then stop it, you know? Is is going out to dinner on your way home from work or stopping and grabbing a number six at McDonald's and then not having the energy to play with your kids because you ate junk food and felt like shit and yet now you don't want to eat your wife's cooking and it offends her, she doesn't say anything, but it makes her feel bad inside? Because that yellow and red golden arches sign just drawed you in stop it whatever owns you figure it out and put an end to it so that you have your freedom if the news makes you go crazy stop it just turn it off let's let's face it the the news watching the news is it's just a business, whether it be CBS, NBC, CNN, TBS, whatever. I don't even know all the channels because I don't watch the news. But if if you watch it, it's 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 all about ratings because the the channels with the higher ratings get more commercials by the better businesses put on them. It's a business. It's about money, so they will sell you whatever you will swallow, hook, line, and sinker. They'll put bait on any kind of hook, any kind of bait. And what sells? Fear. Sells. Tragedy. It all sells. So that's what they sell you. And then you believe it. And then you let it ruin your life. It, it gives you unrest. It, it, it brings you worry, anxiety. And then you go to work and you can't get along with your coworkers because you say, holy shit, they come out with a new COVID variant. 
you know, as soon as people stop getting scared of one type of COVID, they come out with another, and then another, and then another, and then another. I haven't been vaccinated. I'm not going to get vaccinated. I don't believe in vaccinations. I think it weakens your immunity. Now, were my kids vaccinated when they were little, and was I for polio or whatever, measles? Yeah, we were, but other than that, this new shit that they don't even know what they're putting in you? How do you know you're not going to grow a third testicle and a fourth nipple in about five years? I mean, how do you know? How do you know you're not going to start growing cancer in your body in 10, 5, 10, 15 years? You know, you're going to see these commercials on TV that say, if you were given the coronavirus vaccine, you may be entitled to compensation. But that shit owns people. So you know what I do when I figure out what wants to cause me discomfort and unrest? I just turn it off. I walk away from it. If it's a relationship with a person, a customer, family member, whatever, I just walk away. You know? Now, if it's obviously a problem with my wife, I don't walk away from her. We address it. We talk about it. You know? Sometimes we just have to sit down and say, what am I doing that pisses you off? What are you doing that pisses me off? And let's figure it out and fix it. But figure out what owns you. Terminate it. Address it. Figure it out. If you don't like your boss and you don't like your job, everybody in America is hiring right now, quit it. But you're the one that put yourself in that position. You're the one that stood there when you applied for the job and when they said, can you do this? You said, you bet. I'm the man for the job. I'm the woman for the job. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. We can do whatever you say. About three weeks into it, you're like, man, this freaking sucks. So that's why it's very, very important. But you had to take that job because you got to pay for that house. you got to pay for that car. you got to pay for that vacation. You're credit carded. Because you couldn't say no. You couldn't just say, I can't afford it. And it's okay to not be able to afford things. It's just okay to say, hey, I can't afford it. So don't afford it. Work until you can. But most people, the best time to find a new job is when you've already got one. Because then you're not desperate. And you can afford to be picky. So, you need to take control of your life by figuring out what owns you. What causes you discomfort, unrest, what takes you away from your family. You know? And and I realize we've all got to work and we all got to make a living. And there's honor in that. But figure out what steals your time. What you know, my wife and I were talking this morning. I, I have a horse going to a sale. It's not a bronc. It's not a, a crazy horse or nothing. But I don't think it has a real good mind. It's just a horse. It just rides around fine, but it's just a horse. I got off of that horse this morning. I looked at my wife and I said, I'm so glad that horse is going to a sale next week. Somebody's going to buy it. Somebody's going to like it. They'll probably get along with it. But I don't think it's a very talented horse, very great horse. And I said, I don't know how much time I have left on this earth, whether it be five years or 50 years or five days, who freaking knows? But I said, I'm not going to let these shitty horses steal my time anymore. Because them shitty horses, they can own you. You got to buy hay for them. You got to feed them. You got to take care of them. Hell, if something's going to take all that from you, make sure it's a damn good one. One that you just can't really want to get off of. One that you just love riding so much, you just can't get enough of it. That's, and then the rest of them, you know, I know tons of people that their animals own them. Well, I can't sell it. Why not? Ain't no law says you can't sell it. Well, because 
My dad gave it to me. My mom gave it to me. Blah, 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 blah. Hell, get rid of it. Make your life better. You know? Take control. Figure out what owns you. Figure out what you own. And go from there. I'm going to leave you with that. This is Scott Hume from somewhere on the plains of Texas. And these plains are windy today. But that's what happens. And it'll be fine tomorrow. Have a good one.